Appreciation is a quality hard to find in a person. In this world, it is hard to find a person who has katanyu katawedita, knowing the benefit and goodness received from others, and to repay that back. To remember even when someone does a small act of goodness and virtue towards us is not easy at all. This must be someone who has merit and barami, spiritual accumulations. In the Buddha's time, the venerable Arahant monk, who received praise from the Sama Sambuddha, the perfectly self-awakened Buddha, as being foremost in Katanyu Katawedita, was the right-hand chief disciple on the aspect of wisdom of the Buddha, the venerable elder Sariputta, who had great parami. He was foremost in gratitude. And there was a time when the venerable elder Asaji, who was one of the original five Panchawagya, was walking on arms round with composure and restraint, which inspired faith. His features were bright and radiant. He was collected and composed. So then Sariputta then wondered, what Dhamma did he have? Who was his teacher? And the venerable elder Asaji was an arahant, fully enlightened, who was intelligent, and saw that this mendicant was one with wisdom. So he answered, I am new to the Buddha's dispensation, so I can't give the Dhamma in detail. I can only reveal the Dhamma in brief. So we can see that he was an arahant, but he was humble and not conceited. This is a practice for us to recognize. Even having great knowledge and no defilements in his heart, but he was still humble. The mendicant, Upatissa, who was Venerable Sariputta, said he did not need it to be explained in detail, because he had learnt a lot and knew a lot already, but still hadn't yet attained to any spiritual awakening. So he said to just give a summary of the teachings, just the core of it. He was aware and focused on listening to the Dhamma, so the Venerable Elder Asaji talked of arising and ceasing, that all Dhammas, phenomena, have causes for them to arise, and all those Dhammas cease. And the Buddha has explained of those causes. So it was just this much, given in brief, about the arising and ceasing of all things, of all rupa, materiality, and nama, mentality, which are dhammas, rupa-dhamma and nama-dhamma, material and mental phenomena, it all ceases. The mendicant named Upatissa then listened to the dhamma and saw the four noble truths. He saw that all sankharas, conditioned phenomena, are dukkhaṁ, they can't endure and go on forever. They are anichaṁ, they decay and cease, they arise and cease. And that which arises and ceases, that which decays and ends, cannot be attached to. It is not oneself. It is outside and beyond one's control. So he understood and saw the Dhamma. So this was in the beginning. And the venerable elder Asaji was going to teach more Dhamma. But Sariputta just wanted to listen to this much because he wanted to take the teaching he had heard to tell Venerable Mahamogalana, 
after telling Mahamogalana, who was then named Kolita, he attained to Sodapana stream entry as well, because they had made a promise that whoever gains spiritual awakening will go to tell the other first. So he kept his satcha truthfulness. And here, wherever Venerable Asaji was, if Venerable Sariputta knew in which direction that was, then he would point his head there when he lay down, because that was his teacher that had made him attain to Sodapana. And we can see that the foundation of Buddhism teaches one to be a good person and to have virtue. But these days there is wrong thinking, like thinking that when a child is born, that the parents didn't do anything good for them. So it is the parents' duty and obligation to look after and nurture the child, because the child didn't want to be born. Is this possible? Not wanting to be born, then how is it that one is born? And then to blame the parents, that the parents made the child to be born. This is Michaditi. It comes from a basic wrong view, and it builds bad karma. But if we see it in a positive side, in a Dhamma way, then if they didn't have metta, loving kindness and compassion for us, then if we were born and they do not love us, they wouldn't put food in our mouth, wouldn't look after us, and would leave us be, and then we would be dead already. So that they looked after us, it was because they had metta and compassion. But at times we see a mother who gives birth to a child, and the mother does not love the child, and maybe the mother's heart is not on the level of a human and they could throw away the baby in a garbage heap. Or there are many who harm their child's life. Then we would have died already. So it is from the metta and compassion of parents that they have nurtured us, and so we could survive and be safe. Thinking like this is thinking according to the Dhamma, which is samaditi, right view. So today is the Father's Day of the nation, and even though King Rama the Ninth of Thailand has passed away already, he was one who had built lots of barami. He was a bodhisattva who had a lot of barami, and so we recollect him, and we go to make merit and give alms, to keep sila, precepts, and to listen to Dhamma. And then we dedicate this merit and barami to him, and to dedicate merit and barami to one who already has barami, then we will become happy and inwardly joyous. Though he doesn't need anyone to dedicate it to him, he will be delighted and rejoice in our goodness that we have done and in the good karma we have built. So we gain a great addition of merit. And this is to the king who possessed the tenfold noble virtues of a ruler, known as the Dasavida Raja Dhamma. So he practiced and exemplified them. He practiced dana, generosity and sharing, giving assistance by way of body and mind, and abhyadana, giving fearlessness, giving public benefit, and self-sacrificing to support and assist the general populace. And we can follow practicing it, 
We can share and give support for public benefit. We can assist and support in the same way according to our strength and means. So King Rama the Ninth practiced the tenfold virtues of a ruler fully and with his full ability. In regards to sila, restraint in body and speech, and maintaining a good mind, having faith and donating in various ways. Like we know, he had many different public projects that he funded and oversaw. This was so that we would have better lives, like we can enjoy today, and so that the country has survived and been safe till the present day. So this is what the king had done, and King Rama the Tenth, King Vajiralongkorn, has continued it and built on it, so that our country can have peace and happiness. So we come here today to practice and reflect on them by having dana, sila, and bawana mental cultivation, and making offerings. Having wealth is delightful. If we have no wealth, then it will be difficult for us. We will have hardships and suffer. And those who have difficulties, hardships, and suffering. They may see someone who has a lot, and think, "Why don't they help us a bit?" But to want the wealth of others is not right. Or if we have a lot and instead of sharing, we steal from others, then this is even more wrong. The wealth which gives us delight, whether it's gains, status, or praise, it is up to our merit and good karma that we have built before. Whoever has done and built their barami a lot. Will get a lot of both inner and external wealth, according to their mindfulness and wisdom, to their knowledge and ability. But having obtained it, to give away that wealth is not easy; it's hard to do. So they keep and store up the wealth, but when the wealth disappears through disasters, through storm, fire, and various ways, then it is suffering, hardships, and troubles. This is because of not having wisdom. So, if we have all the gain, rank, praise, and pleasure, and we don't have wisdom, then we have to be careful of it. It's like we are leaning on something unstable. There is a wooden post that is rotten, which the termites have eaten through it, and we lean back on it, and we topple right over. If the mind topples over, then it's tough. Some people these days get cheated by a call center syndicate. They lose four million or eleven million baht, and if they have no dhamma, they won't be able to live on. Their heart has so much suffering, and they experience hardships. So sharing what we have is training to share the happiness we have, and giving some of it to others, according to our means. The Sama Sambuddha had practiced it before. In the life when the Buddha was a poor farmer who experienced hardships, but due to his merit and barami, he discovered gold. He found a gold bullion and could support his life and his family. And he shared one portion in making merit to build barami and to practice self-sacrifice, to support the ascetics and renunciants. Those that practice like this are said to be on the level of giving, which is also one of the virtues of the tenfold virtues of a ruler. 
there is also having resolve and true determination and having gentleness. And we can see that King Rama the Ninth imbued and practiced all the tenfold virtues of a ruler. He had diligence, not slacking, and he had self-control. The king had a lot of barami, but could control over his moods and mind states well. In some of the places he went to, he would receive some bad words, but he could put down his anger. He didn't get angry back, and he gave metta. He did not harm others. He had kanti, patience, and had uprightness in the Dhamma. So these are the tenfold virtues of a ruler. Today is the anniversary of the king's birthday when he was still alive, but now it is called Father's Day. So when we remember this, we become someone who has virtue and goodness. We become one who has gratitude and repaying that towards our parents and to the land that we are supported by. The venerable elder Sariputta, when he was going to pass away into Parinibbana soon, stayed under the shade of a tree and rested under it, and he thanked this place which had given him peace and coolness. The big tree and its shade had benefited him, reducing the heat and alleviating his physical suffering. And even though his mind had no more suffering, but if his body experienced heat, then it would bring up discomfort. So the big tree gave shade and coolness, and he gave thanks to nature, to that tree that had given him benefit. This was someone who had refined wisdom, which was all-encompassing. And so the venerable elder Sariputta was praised by the Sama Sambuddha as being foremost in Katanyu Gatavedita, supreme in gratitude, without equal. So we have been born and we build up our Bharami. Whether we aspire to be a Bodhisattva or to attain to the Dhamma, may we practice the ten Bharamis from Dana, Sila, Bhavana to renunciation, wisdom, metta, truthfulness, patience, equanimity, effort, morality. We can practice it from the beginning level or the middle level of sacrificing one's organ and flesh, or the supreme highest level, which is sacrificing one's life. So there are three types of supreme bodhisattvas. The one that is led by wisdom must build their barami for twenty asankayas, incalculables. If it was one led by faith, it is doubled to forty incalculables. If it is led by effort, it is 80 incalculables. So for the shortest amount of time, it is so incredibly long, such a long time. So there is the building of Barami for an incredibly long time until there can be the arising of one Buddha. So we have been born and have met the Buddha's dispensation, and this is because our ancestors have maintained the dispensation and had carried it on and from having the king who upholds it and is one who assists and supports the Buddha's dispensation for a long time, being handed down and carried on until the present day. And we have shown respect and reverence 
and gratitude to the King. And this brings us to have blessings in our life. When we practice the Dhamma of the Sama Sambuddha, the Dhamma and Sangha, we will then naturally have good things arise, things that are the highest blessings in our life. So may you maintain this tradition and good practice and pass it on to teach your children and grandchildren so that they see the virtue of nature and see the virtue of those who have goodness towards us. Then we will have only prosperity and growth in the Dhamma. May you grow in blessings.